The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Oh my howdy, God. howdy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> forgot to turn, turn on the soundboard. soundboard. Welcome to the free show. What a way to start it off. Um, There's Tepper. He's, that's great. It's, today's, today's mug, if you're interested, is brought to you by Terlingua, Texas. That's a javelina. There you go. It's cute. Yeehaw. Um, There's hi, Ish. guys. Ish is there, too. Oh, hi. It's the pre-show. Yep. <laughs> That's why the mics are not turned today on. today is a big day. Today's bracket breakdown day. Today we're going to talk a lot. Um, so we want to give you an opportunity to get in the comments and say hi. So hi. Hi, yeah. guys. Hope you had a good weekend. I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going this Friday. We worked. Oh, I'll throw this out there again. Hmm. Um, next Thursday, coaches. Please schedule an awesome Thursday game oh, yeah. <laughs> so that Ish and Step and I can get in the swag wagon. Ashley, you're welcome to come, too. I know what you're doing next Thursday. Okay. You're welcome to come. We're gonna, we are gonna. We want to drive somewhere awesome mm-hmm. and, and see an awesome football game. So schedule it for next Thursday. Uh, schedule your entire season around us mm-hmm. and my personal needs. That would be great. That would be super helpful. Makes yeah. our jobs way easier. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm going to try to hit up Lancaster and the Colony with Step. That's a good uh, game. This, week, this Thursday. Um, Friday, I'm still trying to figure it out. Who's in the building, Ashley? Um, quite a few people. Uh, Mies said it's playoff season. It is playoff season. <laughs> that is correct. Um, break break best season. time of this season. It um, is. Yeah, Nicholas Morton, Rob Hadaway, Allison Brown, Tanner Solis, Hi guys. Sean Burnett. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming. Um, it's a big day. Tell your friends that if they ever need like a, an there. entry point mm-hmm. to watch this show, yeah. like this, these next – two days really and really throughout the course of the rest of the year are like the best time because today's bracket breakdown day tomorrow we are doing our second annual veterans day special so we're gonna have brent homan uh, and Corey hogan to talk about uh veterans issues and things like that so we're gonna have our second annual veterans day episode tomorrow which by the way get your questions ready for the vets Mm -hmm. because uh i feel like i unloaded the chamber last year with all my (laughs) questions and i'd just be repeating myself so if you have great (laughs) questions for two guys who served our country um, we will have those guys live in the studio tomorrow, um, which okay. is always one of the most fun trips. Last year, we combined it, and we mm-hmm. had like Veterans Day with Bracket Breakdown Day. Yeah. And it's like that just got – that was asking too, too much. much of those guys. Yeah. That's asking too much of those guys. Um, and so I figured let's give them their own day. It's a day after Bracket Breakdown Day, but uh, we, will get to, uh, we will get to that. We do have one, uh, one quick comment here yeah. from Mies. He said, this past Friday I booked an Airbnb for State Weekend. Better believe I'll be there for free breakfast and good football. Yeah. DCTF meetup, baby. We're working on that. We've got more details on it coming, but we're probably going to have a subscriber meetup um, for, um, uh, for the Saturday of the Texas High School Bowl playoffs, uh, state championships rather. So we will have that. Uh, of course, TexasFootball.com slash playoffs has everything you need, including brackets and uh, matchup information. We're going to be uh, rolling out stuff all week. Shout out, to, shout out to the crew. Shout out to Ish. Shout out to William Wilkerson. Shout out to Matt Stepp, of course. Of course. Good God Almighty. Uh, Ashley, uh, everyone involved in the high school side. Uh, who grinded it out, Greg Powers, mm-hmm. who are grinding it out over the weekend uh, to make sure we got the brackets up. Uh, printable brackets. I got an email from Ed McElroy who, who thanked us for having printable brackets. It's like, it takes us a little extra time, yeah. but at the same time, I know that like... People appreciate that. And people, yeah. like, that's still just an old school thing that people do. Like, people like, people love brackets, and mm-hmm. people love printing them out and like writing on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will have... Um, 
We'll get complete coverage of the playoffs at Texas High School Football or TexasFootball.com. Um, it's going to be fun. We've got all new stuff we've never done before uh, rolling out for the playoffs yeah. this year. Uh, it is going to be awesome. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, who else is in the building, Ashley? Any other comments? Because here, so I'll be honest with you guys, because we're going to be yammering on all day, we probably won't get to a ton of your comments. Keep them coming. But and and if if we have a good one, Ashley will will chime in. Yeah. But because we've got a ton to get to in a short a period of time, we may not be as uh, prolific with the comments today as we normally are. Uh, Paul Roberts says that it is freezing cold in West Texas, and I can confirm Dude, that it is freezing getting, cold in the studio. Yeah, it's getting freezing cold here. <laughs> yes, it's freezing it's cold. If you can hear the cold. wind whipping outside. Woo! Um, it, oh, that's wait, the, wait. Was that temper or the wind? I couldn't tell a difference. That's Who the other that? thing. So that's the other thing. Um, oh, he said it feels like seven degrees right now. Bark. Goodness gracious. Um, here's the other thing. Normally today we reveal the rankings. The rankings are up at TexasFootball.com. We we like. It's weird because like we have to do the rankings for the sake of completion because right. it matters. Yeah. Like these things from historical perspectives matter. Who finished the year as number one, etc. But, but nobody cares. <laughs> like, we got brackets. Rankings don't matter exactly. right now. Yeah, the playoffs are here. We know. And with that, Ashley, you got one more comment, or are we ready to roll? Um, yeah, we're ready to roll. Hit the theme expo. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the jump seat today at the helm. Making us sound good, working all of those graphics today. <laughs> There's a lot of. Is them. Ashley Pickle? Hi, Ashley. Hello. How's your weekend? Uh, I was. Go- I went to the Cowboys game last night. So it's your fault. Yeah. No, I'm gonna blame the <laughs> roof being opened, and they were in blue jerseys. I was gonna say the bad news blues. It was um, not. It was not good. I was. I would say that maybe you could blame uh, running the ball on third and two. Yeah, you would think. Or calling, or telling Tavon Austin to call a fair catch with like 15 yards in space in front of him. I, What's he doing? I don't know. That, that's a coaching decision. I, yeah. I'm not blaming oh, Tavon yeah. Austin for that. That's like, hey, call a fair catch, catch. so we can have time yeah. to drive the ball. Absolutely. Which yeah. is really dumb. So. I uh, still had fun though. Um. I mean, it was still a good time. Had, had you been to a Cowboys game before? I had. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. Oh, check out. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you had a moment there. <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, yeah. My, isn't roommate, cool? my roommate has season tickets, so I get to go to like mm. one a year. <laughs> has anybody ever called you bougie? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, I a, might that was be confident. Yeah. Oh, totally. oh, yeah. Bougie definitely. person. And sitting to my right, the mute button to my mentions are West African Prince <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> been a good day good weekend for the for the mute oh button. my gosh man guys, get some good workout with that button. guys guys it's anyway that today's it's monday oh wait the serious. picks aren't even out our, our state picks aren't even out yet we mm-hmm. might get some more mutes mm-hmm. for that so 
Today's Monday, November 11th, 2019. 17 days to Thanksgiving. Episode 855, 855, Mike Napoli's OPS in his Leicester's Texas Rangers career. Um, two things. One, happy Veterans Day. We'll have our Veterans Day special tomorrow with two vets in studio to ask them about veterans uh, affairs and things like of that nature. So Supporting uh, the troops. make sure you tune in tomorrow for our Veterans Day show. It's always one of our most fun shows of the day. But today is also one of our most show- fun shows of the day. Or year, rather. I was <laughs> we we cram all the really good content into like couple days. Yeah, I wish we could spread it out. But in any case, it's bracket breakdown day, baby. We are breaking down all twelve UIL Texas high school football brackets from six A Division one to one A Division two. In between, we'll also announce the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week nominees and the and the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. So a lot to get to. Okay, TexasFootball.com has your brackets. TexasFootball.com has your matchup information. TexasFootball.com has it all. It is your source for the 2019 Texas high school football playoffs. We could not be more excited that it is time for the playoffs. So much to get to. We got to get right into it. All right. Oh God, go for Let's it. Six A Division One. Here we go. Hang on. The headliner. The headline of this is. Hold on. There are so many Thank graphics. You. I'm trying to. Six A Division One. The headline is boom. heavyweights, <laughs> and it's easy to see why, right? This is the land of the giants. Mm-hmm. These are the largest schools in the state, and beyond that, it's not always that the largest schools in the state are the best teams in the state. Right. But this year, it's true yeah. that like <laughs> it feels like a lot of the best teams in the state have found their way to the Division One bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's, I mean, it's not only size, but it's also quality. I mean, it is, you have the Duncanvilles, you have the Allens, you have the North Shores, you have the Cadys, you have the Converse Judsons, you have the Lake Travises. You, you have all of these big-time, bona fide stud schools mm-hmm. that we are now going to start having a heavyweight tournament. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting to look at, I guess when you look at the, the whole bracketed 6ID1, I'm looking at Region 4 as kind of like I'm not as confident about that one as I have been in recent years. Mm. Um, Lake Travis has been fine, right? But not banged a, up. Banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, not as explosive even when they were healthy. Not as explosive as they have been in the past. They're probably going to make it out just because I don't know who challenges them there. Right. I think maybe. I mean, obviously Judson's there as well. Um, is this the year if they finally get past Lake Travis? But but Judson, Judson can, lost in, in week 11 right. to Shirts Clemens, which suddenly makes you think, okay, maybe they're just not as good as we thought they were. Right. So you look at regions one, two, and three, and you kind of you can kind of you can point at the heavyweights, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. state contender, state contender, state contender. Region four, I don't know if there's a nailed on state contender yeah. right now. I think you're right. Um the region of doom, the region of doom is region three. And I don't think <laughs> this is arguably the region of doom to end all regions of doom. Yeah. Right. Uh you have Katie, you have North Shore, you have Cy Fair, you have Cy Falls, who's very dangerous, by the way. Uh, you have Katie Tompkins and Fort Bend Travis playing in the first stinking round. Uh, you have Deer Park, you have Atascacita, you have Perlin and Dickinson playing in the first stinking round. It is a who's who of Houston area heavyweights. I believe, once again, every district champion is here. I think every district champion is in, re- is in Division One. <laughs> That's, That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay? It is going to be an absolute bloodbath in, th- in Region 3. It was last year. Mm-hmm. Figures to be again this year. My three contenders. Duncanville. 
Uh, I don't think I need to explain why. Duncanville is the number (laughs) one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's rankings. They look like a team that realized they lost on a last-second play last year. They look like (laughs) it's been the revenge tour. It's been the Duncanville revenge tour. Exactly right. It feels like they are cruising along. Beyond that, I think that they are in of the of the school of of the teams. Maybe them or the the third team we'll mention are probably the teams with the easiest, not the easiest path, but the most manageable path. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least it's the most most visibly manageable path. Uh, Katie. Look, I think that because by virtue of their week one win over North Shore, they have to be considered the favorite out of Region 3. Now, it is a favorite by that much, <laughs> by a whisker, yep. but I think they've got to be the favorite. Uh, the other one is Allen, and Allen is the other team that I feel like the bracket breaks right for them. They're mm-hmm. in Region 2. They wouldn't have to play Duncanville until a semifinal. Uh, there are other teams in that dis- in that region that I think could challenge them, but especially the team I'll get to in a moment, but they, the, Allen feels like the favorite in Region 2. It feels like we have a favorite in Region 1 in Duncanville, a favorite in Region 2 in in, in um, Allen. Mm-hmm. Who the heck knows in Region, region three? 3? Whoever <laughs> survives that gauntlet. Yeah. And then Region 4, uh, I don't know. You know? By default, you just got to go with Lake Travis or Judson probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But my sleeper is Rockwall. Yeah. I like that. All right? I like that one. So Rockwall is going to be the favorite over Colleen Harker Heights in the opener. And then they're probably getting Allen. And Rockwall has a crazy person as a coach. (laughs) They have one of the very best players in the state. They have an offense that can light people up. And they will get a chance in the second round to shake everything up. Mm -hmm. They get their shot. And you can't say that about too many teams. No, I think they fit perfectly as a sleeper because... Either they're going to get put to sleep, mm-hmm. or they're going to be, or this is going to be right. Yeah. Like, like right away, we're going to know. Locke is a sophomore, right? Locke's a yeah, sophomore. Brandon Locke's a sophomore. Yeah. He's, so he's, he's so fun. This offense is incredible. Yeah. Like, if Allen gets in a track meet, yes. anything, anything goes. Yeah. And oh, what have we said about Allen all year long? It's like, they're really good, but that offense is not that explosive, giant offense yeah. that we've come to expect from, from Allen. Yeah. So... Look, we'll get to our. We're not going to do picks here. We're going to have our predictions up on TexasFootball.com coming up on Wednesday. Uh, but I mean, you can kind of see where the wind is blowing on this one. I, I, I like Duncanville. You know, I feel like they they look really good. Allen has to be the favorite out of Region Two. We mentioned that Region. It's all eyes on Region Three. That's yeah. really the headline there uh, for that. Um, so that is your. Or should we do predictions? You want to do predictions? We don't have graphics for it, but it's fine. We might okay. as well do predictions. Uh, I am. Let me pull up. What did I end up picking? Jeez. We're going to have predictions up yeah. on uh, for everybody, including te- including Matt Step, coming up here. I had Region One. I had Duncanville. Region Two. I had Allen. Mm-hmm. Katie out of Region Three. Judson out of Region Four. And I had uh, Duncanville over Katie in the state. I got. I got Duncanville out of Region One. Mm-hmm. I got Allen out of Region Two. I got North Shore out of Region Three. I think they win. Yeah. I think they're healthy. I think they win the rematch with Katie. I got Lake Travis out of Region 4. I got Duncanville completing the revenge tour and winning the state championship in 6A Division 1. That is 6A Division 1. Let's now matriculate over to 6A Division 2, where the headline is, this seems familiar. (laughs) Um, If last year, if you were flashback a year, Mm -hmm. we were looking at 6A Division 2 and we were saying, all right, you know what? It's probably Longview. If they can finally put put things to get things right, right. And it's probably Westlake yep. on the other mm-hmm. side. And where are we sitting now? We're sitting here <laughs> a year later and thinking it's probably Longview if they can navigate through what they need to do mm-hmm. and it's probably Westlake. Now, 
Beaumont Westbrook had something to say about it last year. Mm-hmm. Beaumont Westbrook will be have something to say about it this year because they are also coming from the leftovers region mm-hmm. where it's like they are just by virtue of being there are the, the the favorite because there's just everyone else all the big time heavyweights went up to division one yeah I am really interested to see how region one shakes out but I will tell you that in the end it still feels like pretty familiar where it seems like you've got a favorite on the left side in Longview it feels like you got a favorite on the right side in in Westlake and it feels like they're on a collision course. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just not that confident in Westlake. Um, they really haven't figured out their quarterback situation. They ran, Still, I think, at one point, yeah. three quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, they definitely had a, 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 a solid two that mm-hmm. they rotate. That offense, I mean, granted, it's kind of weird that, you know, Todd Dodge team has been known for defense the past couple yeah. years, but Westlake's <laughs> been known for defense, and that's what they're still good at, uh, at shutting teams down. But I just don't know if. A team like Westbrook, or, I mean, they get steel in the first round. That mm-hmm. is wild. Like, if that game becomes an offensive ga- uh, an offensive game, I don't know if they have the horses to compete. I like Clemens a lot. Ooh. I think Clemens might come out of that region. I actually have Clemens coming out of that region. They came from the tough district. They came from, uh, they beat Judson in the last game mm-hmm. of the season to win that district. They've been in close games all year. They have. They've they been probably in, come get from behind. Brandeis in the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another, which is another That's team that matchup. I would not be surprised <laughs> if it comes out of this region. I think this is a year for San Antonio to come out. I really do. My region of doom is region two. Yeah. It's Longview's region. Um, Longview, of course, I think has to be the favorite. But with, between them, between Vandergrift, between who's got a tough first round match, by the way, with Bridgeland. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. sleep on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Klein Collins. Um, and then you add in teams like Hewitt Midway. You add in teams like Tomball Memorial, who's dangerous. Spring Westfield, of course, is going to be in that mix as well. Yep. Um, this feels like the region of doom. This feels like the the deepest region in this bracket. Yeah. My three contenders, not surprising. Longview, Westlake, and Westbrook. Um, now, I will say this about Westbrook. Second round, they're probably getting straight Jesuit. And I've been high on straight Jesuit all year long. And I think that that is a potential roadblock for them. They beat they they did beat them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so you know that might be something. But I mean, we've seen those blowouts in the regular seasons turn into closer games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So who knows exactly how that goes out? You'll notice we haven't talked a ton about Region One. Yeah. Region One has Denton Geyer, mm-hmm. who has a very tough first round matchup with Hebron. By mm-hmm. the way, uh, they have Cedar Hill, who gets Richardson Pierce, and there's no way they'd ever lose to Richardson Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's that but that's also where my sleeper lies let's get real sleepy yeah El Paso Americas yes alright oh you love them guys that's really where you want to go on guys yeah. guys <laughs> they got the guy they've got Aaron Dumas mm-hmm. they've got the one of the best running backs in the state and they get a home game with the Wolf Friendship they get a second round matchup probably against Arlington or Richland, mm-hmm. they're no worse than a coin flip in that game, in my opinion. Yeah. And then they'd get their shot at either Geyer or Cedar Hill. I'm just saying that if it's going to happen, the path is actually set up okay Yeah, for them to, to, to make that run. Uh, look, it's chalky to go with Cedar Hill or Denton Geyer. We'll get to our picks here in just a minute out of Region 1. But if it's not them, El Paso Americas has a lot to like. There's a lot to like about that team. Don't just sleep on just because they're from El Paso. Uh, our predictions. Who'd you have? Region one, I had Cedar Hill. Mm-hmm. Region two, Longview. Region three, Westbrook. Region four, I'm going with Clemens. Love it. And state, I got Longview over Clemens. Okay. Region one, I got Denton Geyer. Um, their defense scares me. 
But I think that they've got enough firepower to get through that region. And speaking of the guy, they have the guy. They have the guy. They do have they've the got guy. Eli Stowers. I got Longview out of Region 2, although Spring Westfield, I think, is really, really underrated. That might be the second team in that region. Mm. I got Beaumont Westbrook out of Region 3, but again, second round matchup with Drake has me concerned. Keeping it on Sight Creek as well. In Region 4, I got San Antonio Brandeis. Woo, I like it. I like love it. I see. Brandeis. I love this team. Mm-hmm. I think this team is very dangerous. They've got the guy in Jordan Battles. I'm really interested to see. I think I think Brandeis has got a shot. And by the way, you talk about things breaking right. Now they get a second round match with Clemens. Mm-hmm. So we're basically saying the winner of that game would go there. Yeah, that'll be such a good game. I, and and the the advantage to them for both those teams is that they would not see Westlake till a regional final. Mm-hmm. That is huge. So. Uh, I like uh, Brandeis there, but my state champion, I think the Lobos go back-to-back. This is a different year for Longview. This is a different team. They don't have that huge, high-powered offense, but that defense is crushing fools right now. I like Longview to go back-to-back. They're my pick in 6A Division Two. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Camels. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Camels. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is your home for the 2019 Texas High School Football Playoffs. Anybody got any comments in there? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say John Beck commented, Dillo. <laughs> we'll get to them. <laughs> I, I know, but I just had to. That's. Uh, we, we will get to them. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, all right. Shall we move on? This is your bracket breakdown special at Texas football today. To 5A Division One we go, where the big picture is three big favorites and one region of chaos. So I think that that's something for people to, to recognize. Is when, when we take a look at brackets, we don't take a look at brackets as a whole. We take a look at region by region. Okay, Re- Who's going to come out of region one? Who's going to come out of region two, three, four, et cetera? And in three of these regions in 5A Division One, I, I think there is a big favorite Arguably a prohibitive favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, Region 1, Stetton Ryan. Stetton yeah. Ryan's been crushing fools. And by the way, that, that region sets up really well for them. That their path is, I think, pretty manageable to get to a state semifinal. In Region 3, it's Alvin Shadow Creek. And Shadow Creek has been crushing fools. They've been the team in Houston that people are talking yeah. about. They're the team yep. with the buzz. We, were ha- we had Matt step in here on, on, on Friday for Mailback Friday. And he said, last year North Shore had the buzz. This year Shadow Creek's got the buzz. They're the team. And Region 4 is Wagner, San Antonio Wagner. We wondered a year ago when Realignment came out, boy, who's going to come out? Who's going to take 5A Division 1 in Region 4 by the horns? It's San Antonio Wagner. They have been excellent. And there's Region 2. And Region 2, I mean, pick a name from a hat. Okay? It could be, if you want to say Frisco Lone Star, you are well within your rights. Mm -hmm. If you want to say Highland Park, they're the three-time defending champs. If you want to say Lancaster, who took yeah. Highland Park to the wire. You could say them. Mm-hmm. If you want to say Lufkin, a team that I think everyone forgot about because they lost their opener to Longview and has been cruising since then. If you want to say them. There's other teams in here that I think you can really get excited about. I think Mansfield-Timberview is dangerous as a three seed. The Colony is dangerous. I think the Colony yeah. is dangerous. I think the winner of Don't Let College Station or John Tyler get hot, mm-hmm. right? Region 2 is wide open. So whereas you have favorite, 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 there's this region down here. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. Region of Doom, I already mentioned. It's Region 2. Okay. No real surprise. And then, my three contenders. Shadow Creek. Mentioned them. The way I just think that Kyron Jones has added a new element to this offense that makes him especially dangerous at Shadow Creek. Denton Ryan, they have been rolling fools. They do not... I do not see a team in Region 1 that can challenge them. Mm-hmm. 
I mean that very sincerely. They're that good. That is not a knock on any other team. Mm-hmm. They're that good. And then Highland Park. Look, they're the three-time defending champs. And we can talk about whether or not they're the Highland Park of old. That is fine. But they deserve that benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. out of Region 3. Or out of Region 2, rather. My sleeper, we're going up to Region 3. We're going to talk about 10-0 New Caney. Yeah, okay? nice. New Caney has got star power. Mm-hmm. Zion Childress, Derek Harris, this team is rolling. And they will get a regional semifinal against Shadow Creek. That is a team that I think uh, could give them a lot of trouble. That is a team in New Caney. If they get past their first-round match with Richmond Foster, by the way. I was about to say, there is a team yeah. there that's been – we we projected them to make state in the magazine, right? Mm-hmm. Let's you know, let's, fly, let's own up to that. Mm-hmm. They hadn't lived up to expectations. If things just start clicking, which are known to happen with experienced teams that, you know, that are very seasoned and they may have a disappointing regular season, they've been known to click in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If things just happen to click, okay, then all of a sudden we have a new team and, you know. Rich, Richmond Foster has as much talent as any team in this bracket. Yeah. Okay, that talent ain't the problem. Mm-hmm. They just got to get it all working together. And if it all starts working right now, watch Stinking out. My, uh, as far as our predictions are concerned, what do you have? I got Den Ryan out of Region One. Mm-hmm. I got Highland Park fixing everything that we've been concerned about in winning Region Two. Shadow Creek out of Region Three. Wagner out of uh, Region Four, and I got Shadow Creek winning state. That's I got Denton Ryan. I got Denton Ryan out of Region One. Frisco Lone Star to Region Two. I just I I, I feel like He's they are I feel like yeah. they are a nightmare matchup for Highland Park. I feel like they match up really well for Highland against Highland Park. I got Shadow Creek out of Region Three. I got Wagner out of Region Four, and I've got Alvin Shadow Creek winning the state championship in Five A Division One. Uh, so that is Five A Division One. Your bracket breakdown. Let's go to Five A Division Two now, where the headline is Alito versus the field. <laughs> You're not yeah. wrong. You're really not <laughs> yeah. wrong. Guys, like at this point, what you have to do is, is I think there are two choices. Mm-hmm. You can say Alito is going to win the state championship in 5A Division Two, Especially now it sounds like Jason McClellan is going to be back. Mm-hmm. Or you can be wrong. Or you can, or you can, or you can say somebody besides Alito. Right. It is that stark in my opinion. Part of it is that Alito has a super manageable region. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about who could challenge them in that in that region uh, a little bit in in a moment, but I think that when you take a look at the way five A Division two breaks out, and especially on that Alito side of the bracket, they've got to be the favorite there, yeah. no doubt about it. And then you're talking about a state championship game, and look, state championship game, they're gonna play a really good team. Yep. Okay, they're gonna play a really good team, but they'll be the they'll be favored in every game they play. Every game they play from here on out, Alito will be the favorite, plain and simple. So question is, do you take Alito or do you take the field? Yeah. Region of Doom is Region 3. And really, even more so, with all due respect to Manville, who got on the really good side of the bracket, you could even say the top half yeah, about of Region 3. Mm-hmm. Okay? You made the great point we were talking earlier mm-hmm. about Marshall and Huntsville. That was a round four game last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Are we kidding me? You get this in the bye district? This is going to be wild. You got that. You got a yeah. Consolidated. He's very dangerous. You got Fort Bend Marshall. Port Nature's Groves, I think, is dangerous. Speaking of revenge tours, yeah, Fort Bend Marshall. <laughs> Manville is back. Mm-hmm. Manville looks looks the looks the part. Barber's Hill is mm-hmm. very dangerous as well. There's a lot, of, and then there's another a, a couple teams you can dream. You can dream on Lamar all day getting hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can dream on Fort Bend Willow Ridge or Crosby getting hot. This is a really dynamic region with a lot of different styles and a lot of speed. 
So, that'll be very interesting. Region 3 is my region of doom. Uh, my three contenders. Alito. Mm-hmm. Duh. Uh, Manville. I think Manville has looked the part. I think they won a very difficult region, or a very difficult district. They beat Fort Ben Marshall. That's an extremely impressive head-to-head win. They are on my short list of contenders. Poor Lavaca Calhoun. Look, if we Man. believe that in Region 4, we haven't talked a ton about Region 4. Mm-hmm. If we believe that before last week that Cal Allen was the favorite in Region 4, and understandably so, they had been cruising, then Port Lavaca Calhoun 17, Corpus, Cal- Cal- Corpus Christi Cal Allen 6, at least has to put that in some flux. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about a team in Port Lavaca Calhoun whose defense is playing exceptionally well right now and whose offense is extremely hard to stop, I think they're on the short list of contenders in yeah. 5A Division 2. My sleeper is Red Oak. Mm. So Red Oak... I have a sleeper too. as well. But go ahead, so going. Red Oak <laughs> would get a shot at Alito in the third round. Mm-hmm. And there's your there's your chance, right? Chris Ross has state championship pedigree. They are 9-1. and one. They have been beaten up on teams. They are a really, really interesting squad. Alito's going to be a favorite in every game they play. But Red Oak could provide at least the biggest challenge within region before a state championship game. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like Red Oak would provide the biggest challenge to them. You know, we also go go ahead. You got a sleeper? Yeah, so I I got two. Uh, give me one in Region One. We always talk about when's the year for the Valley, when's the year for El Paso. I love you so much mm-hmm. right now, Parkland. Park. Oh, what what happened with Parkland last year? They lost Deion Hankins. Oh man, you know there goes this talented, the best rusher in, in El Paso, uh, gone to UTEP. Right? Oh, they're gonna fall off. Right? No, they're unbeaten. The, un- like, the only undefeated uh, team in that region. They switched up the offense. Gabriel Herrera is their quarterback now. Really almost over 3,000 yards, I believe. Man, I like where this breaks for them a lot. They would basically, I mean, Wichita Falls Riders, probably the team that they'll they're on the They're on the, the, they're on the correct side of the bracket. Correct side of the bracket. Would not run into somebody like Lubbock Cooper or Justin Northwest until a regional final. I like the way that bra- bracket breaks a lot for them. And also region four. Give me Sherry Lane Pioneer. Oh, oh come on. Someone now. in the comments said that earlier, too. I, I like what they're doing a lot. Eddie Lee Marburger is really lighting up the mm-hmm. scoreboard. Their defense does concern me a little bit when they run into those grindhouse teams like Cal Allen and Calhoun. Can they get off the fe- Can the defense get off the field to put it back in their quarterback's hands? Um, but give me those two sleepers. I would love to see an El Paso or Valley team break through into a regional final. All right. As far as predictions are concerned, what you got? I got Lubbock Cooper. Out of Region 1. Got Alito out of Region 2. I got AM Consolidated out of Region 3. I got Cal Allen out of Region 4. And my state championship, the ghosts of College Station come back to bite Alito again. I got AM oh! Consolidated pulling the college, uh, college Station two step like College Station did two years ago in state and winning state. Wow. Right. Let me make sure I get this right. In Region 1, I have El Paso Parkland. I'm pulling the trigger. Let's go. I'm pulling the trigger. Let's do it. We love it. Pulling the trigger. El Paso Parkland is winning Region 1. I think it breaks for them really well. I got Alito in Region 2. I got Manville in Region 3. I got Port Lavaca Calhoun in Region 4. I think they win a rematch with Cal Allen in there. But I'm I'm not taking the field. (laughs) I'm going Alito. I think Alito wins the state championship. Uh, I think that that it's easy. I I think I would have to... Get, be, for me, I would be getting too cute by half yeah. if I were like, nah, let's just not go with the number one team in the state. Right. I think it's Alito. I think that's the chalky pick. I'm going to go with the chalky pick. But 
that is something that I'm very excited about. So Speaking so much of Alito, too, another reason to go to TexasFootball.com. They've got uh, Polaris ah, yeah, uh, Partners. is doing. They did the most driven team, mm-hmm. um, and so there's five different videos that they made at different high schools, and so you can go vote. But the videos are really, really cool. So really high wanna, production. Yeah, very, very cool videos. So go to TexasFootball.com and look, vote for the uh, Polaris most driven team. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. We're pacing for an hour and a half show. That's how it is. It happens. Brack breakdown day. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it to you at TexasFootball.com. Voting goes through the end of the week. We close it on Friday at noon and announce the winner here on this program. Your Week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees... Amarillo Tascosa quarterback Joseph Plunk carried 42 times for 318 yards and five touchdowns for the Rebels. Round Rock Westwood quarterback R.J. Martinez. 50 completions on 76 attempts, 606 yards, and seven touchdowns passing, and he ran for 193 yards and three touchdowns. I bet he slept good. I swear to God, if he doesn't win. <laughs> Hamlin, Hamlin running back and defensive back Javon Williams had nine carries for 188 yards and four touchdowns on the ground, plus 10 tackles, two interceptions, and he returned a fumble for a touchdown. So maybe hold off on R.J. Martinez. Temple running back Anthony Jackson, 14 carries, 258 yards, and four touchdowns, and he returned a kickoff for a touchdown. Flowermel Marcus quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer threw for 457 yards and five touchdowns for Marcus. Comfort running back Zach Velo, 16 carries, 328 yards, and three touchdowns and added seven tackles for good measure. McAllen Memorial running back Campbell Spates put on a show, 428 yards and five touchdowns rushing for Campbell Spates. Winthorpe's quarterback Cy Belcher, 286 yards and five touchdowns passing and added a touchdown on the ground. Cuero quarterback J.D. Nataro threw, ran for 284 yards and four touchdowns on the ground and also threw for 26 yards. And finally, Burleson running back Caleb Lewis ran for 218 yards and five touchdowns and caught two passes for 59 yards and a score. So those are your Week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Vote early, vote often, vote now at TexasFootball.com. Continuing our bracket breakdowns here on TexasFootball.com. You can find all your brackets at TexasFootball.com. Your home for the 2019 Texas High School Football Playoffs. We move now to 4A, to 4A Division One, where the headline is, this will be good. There, there it is. <laughs> we had our, our former colleague, um, Mark Thompson. <laughs> is, that, is that not right? Um, <laughs> used to say that four, this is his favorite bracket. Yeah, four A Division one. And it's easy to see why you get that kind of mix between like it's still big schools, but like in small towns. Uh, and it's easy to see why this this especially this year. Um, you have a lot of heavyweights and a lot of blue bloods that are on the upswing that look really really solid. Most and, and it feels like really 
I would say there's only one region where I feel like there's a big contender. Like a, like one team, I'm sorry, one region mm-hmm. where it feels like, yeah. okay, it would be a surprise if they didn't come out of there, mm-hmm. right? That's what it feels like to me. Region 1, Region 2, Region 4 seems wide open. Any number of teams could win it. But it's going to be outstanding. And by the time you get to the second round, you're going to have an outstanding, outstanding game. So Region of Doom, though, is Region 2. Every year. Um, every year. <laughs> every year. And look, it's Waco La Vega, it's Argyle, it's Brownwood, it's Melissa, it's Salina, it's Stephenville, it's Alvarado, it's Paris, it's Kennedale, it's China Spring, it's everybody. It is a going to be a slugfest that goes through there. Um, it is going to be awesome, and we're going to. I think everybody is kind of looking at we're going to get that La Vega and Argyle rematch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I would also say. That they got to get there first, because that would not be until a regional final. And both of those teams have huge, huge spike strips in the way. I just feel like <laughs> I feel bad for whoever comes out of Region One because, like, mm. <laughs> it's like when it's like when you when you max out and bench press or something like that, and then you just like and then like you just do the bar afterwards. You're like, oh, this is oh, this is light. Yeah, like that was great. Oh, I just got finished bench pressing three hundred or whatever. Because now they like, are up to, now you get yeah. the forty five pound bar. And you're like, oh, this is great. I can you know toss this around a little bit. Well, I mean, and you saw what happened last <laughs> that was year. That's a beautiful analogy. Yeah. You, you, got, you saw what happened last year where, where La Vega gets through Region Three. Yeah, they run into Decatur, Decatur a really good great. Decatur team. Great Decatur yeah. team, and just <laughs> I was like, oh man, this yeah. is easy. <laughs> three contenders. Yeah, Carthage. Who is probably the only like pick to click in a region in four A Division One? Yeah. Out of Region Three, I'm trying to squint and find the team that's going to beat Carthage, and I just don't know if they're there. Maybe it's Navasota, maybe it's Huffman Hargrave. Yeah, but I feel like it's got to be Car. It's Carthage. They've got to be the favorite, and as a result, they are certainly on the contender list. The uh, the comments are blowing up with Carthage, man. Yeah, These yeah. It, people I mean, love. They people are love the Bulldogs. well. They, that is a that's a full of crazy people. Yeah, it's uh, um, and it's kind of weird because this the whole year, nice <laughs> the the whole year it's kind of been like, oh yeah, Carthage is there. Yeah, but and this, and <laughs> this is when they shine, man. Yeah. I mean, they have. Um, do you know that I believe Scott Surratt has as many playoff losses as he has state championships? It's something like that. Um, so they've got to be on the list, right? Yeah. And then Argyle and Vega, right? They are oh, the man. they are the, no worse than the co favorites to come out of Region Two for sure. Now Argyle's got the head to head win. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to be a team twice. Ask Argyle from last year. <laughs> yeah. um, and beyond that, look, Argyle's had trouble with teams like Stephenville before. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on that one. But in any case, those are my three contenders. My sleeper is Dumas. Yeah. Region 1. Um, Decatur, of course, is the defending regional champ. Springtown's very tough. Mm-hmm. Andrews is tough. But Dumas is cruising along, mm-hmm. undefeated feeling really good. I like what the Demons bring. I think their defense is peaking at the right time. They could be a big-time challenger in Region 1. They are my sleeper. As far as picks are concerned, who have you got? Region 1, I got Decatur. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw them in person. I saw Roman Fuller, what that offense can do. That's a, God, they're just so much fun to watch. They can light up any any team in this region, and I think they come out again. Waco La Vega out of Region 2. I think that they get the rematch with Argyle. I think it goes their way. Uh, Carthage out of Region 3. Again, pencil that one in. Region 4, I got land passes. Give me Ace Whitehead. We haven't talked at all about Region 4. It's really interesting. And, like, again, I think we t- uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show. 
it's like, oh, they they somebody messed up and let Liberty Hill in. Yeah, man. Like Liberty yeah. Hill was on a downturn this year, and all of a sudden they just kind of poke their head back in. It's like, oh, by the way, hey, here's the slot team. Yeah, I just love they're in the bottom, like the the very far little corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like oh yeah, the perfect. But like, there's oh, one of the most. By the way, we're here. There's the most dangerous <laughs> slot team yeah. in the state, so just sneaking in. Um, but yeah, Lampasas. No. I mean, they've been. It, I, it, it feels like that kind of year for Lampasas. If your head's been incredible. Like we we talk so much about Region Two, but don't sleep on Region Four. Yeah. Needville's fun. Mm-hmm. Lampasas is fun. Beville Jones is fun. They're undefeated. Mm-hmm. Laferia's undefeated out of the Valley. Yep. Columbia's tough. Mm-hmm. This is a really fun region there in Region 4. So I got, uh, for state, I just, uh, Carthage. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I had <laughs> Carthage over La Vega. So. I got Dumas out of Region 1. Oh, there you go. On the hype. Let's go. Right. I like the Demons. Right. I'm going with the team from the Panhandle. I like Dumas in Region 1. I got Argyle in Region 2. I think they win the rematch. I think that right now that offense is just humming in such a way. Mm-hmm. I got Carthage in Region 3. I'm with you on the Ace Whitehead and Bandwagon in Region 4. I like land passes there. My state champion, the Argyle Eagles. Yeah. I, think, I think that right. offense, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know if I trust that defense. The yeah. defense scares me, but I think that they have such a high-powered offense that is really rolling right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have shored up any sort of issues they had on the offensive defensive lines. That I think that I think we're heading towards Argyle Carthage, and I think it's going to be an absolute slugfest. I think a little bit towards Argyle. That's my pick. I like Argyle in 4A Division One. To 4A Division Two we go. The headline here is "Party Like It's 2017." <laughs> in 2017, you had this juggernaut in West Orange Stark mm-hmm. rolling back into state. Chain gang just gonna take down another victim. Don't you worry about it. Who are we playing? Doesn't matter. Pleasant Grove. <laughs> who, who are these guys? Who are yeah. these jamokes? Oh God! Oh God! Oh my God! Oh my God! A board they can throw out of the slot too. What is this? And now it kind of feels like the reverse, yeah. where same two teams, but Pleasant Grove's the big favorite, and West Orange Shark feels like they're gonna come in, and people maybe not paying a ton of attention to them, and could be in for another slugfest. That's what it feels like. This feels like it will be region, in some sort of order, it'll be region two versus region three. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me. And and I'm really excited to see how this, how this breaks out. My region of doom is region two. Um, Pleasant Grove is the, 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 heavy, the headliner there. But don't forget about Gilmer. Gilmer is very dangerous, and they love another shot. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about Wake O'Connelly. They got the athletes mm-hmm. to be able to make a run here, man. They, they I mean, it's we've su- said, we've surprised said, they were the former number one team in the yeah. state. Like, <laughs> we've said from the jump that yeah. they are that they are the most, arguably the most talented team in four division one, um, or four division two rather. Them, Gilmer, Connolly, Sunnyvale. Mm-hmm. Sunnyvale's got on a bit of a revenge tour too after bounding bounding out in the first round of the playoffs last year. Keep an eye on this region. I think that Region 2 is going to be a lot of fun. My three contenders, I got Pleasant Grove, I got West Orange Stark, and I got Gilmer. I think Gilmer, I'm really interested in a potential regional semifinal for Gilmer and Waco Connolly, and then whoever wins that, that's the good news for Pleasant Grove, Mm -hmm. is that they're on the clean side of the bracket. Things break out well where they would not have to play, in my opinion, one of the really, really big contenders until they get to a regional final. That is something that, uh, that I'm really excited about. We haven't talked about two other regions, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, In fact, we have. let's do a little bit of around the horn. Go for it. Because there's Region 1, right? Region 1 has my sleeper in it, Midland Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Midland Greenwood's undefeated. The champions of District 1. The Rangers are really talented. 
and drubbing people. And I think if you want to say that they're the favorite out of Region 1, I would hear. But I think that Lubbock Estacado is probably their chief challenger there. They would meet up in a, in a regional semifinal. Region 3, if it's not West Orange Stark, right? Let's just work under the assumption it's not West Orange Stark. Let's mm-hmm. say they slip up somewhere. Who's it going to be? Could be Jasper. Yeah. Could be Silsby, who I think is still that very... My, I think that's my pick. Or could still be a very high, high ceiling team there. Mm-hmm. And then Region 4, we haven't even mentioned. I think District 13 is the power reg- district in that region. Mm-hmm. And I think that it wouldn't be a surprise if we saw Geronimo Navarro versus Wimberley Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Now give me those Lano Yellow Jackets, baby. <laughs> but... Sting them. <laughs> I like Raymondville. <laughs> I was about to say Raymondville. I like man. Rockport Fulton. Mm-hmm. I think Region Four is. I think I think you have this power district in District District Thirteen, but there are other teams that are certainly capable of going and, and nipping those squads. Um, so my my sleeper though is Midland Greenwood. What was your pick? Your picks. My picks out of Region One. I got Midland Greenwood, even mm-hmm. though I mean, like you said, Lubbock Estacado or even a Graham, right? If Graham, they've ended the year really with solid. Um, if they decide to, you know, slip up Midland Greenwood, you know, that could be a potential uh, upset. But I do got Midland Greenwood out of Region One, Region Two, Pleasant Grove. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, Region Three, West Orange Stark, Region Four, Geronimo Navarro, and State. I got a rematch. I got uh, Texarkana Pleasant Grove over um, West Orange Stark. Those are crazy picks and terrible picks. Oh. Awful picks. Out of the I box. have the exact same thing. <laughs> I got Greenwood Region 1. I got Pleasant Grove Region 2. I got West Orange Stark Region 3. I got Navarro Region 4. And I got Pleasant Grove in winning the state championship. Um, Going to be fun. 4 Division 2 has a chance to get... If there's a bracket that I think could get really wacky, mm-hmm. we're like two upsets away from just total chaos in that bracket. Oh, yeah. We're two, we're two upsets away from like Lubbock Estacado versus Wimberley for a state championship. <laughs> Seriously. Right. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. This is your bracket breakdown special of Texas Football Today, going through every one of the 12 UIL Texas High School Football playoff brackets you can find at TexasFootball.com. 3A Division One. My headline is Suddenly Unsure. Let's flash back two weeks. Okay. If you had asked me, mm-hmm. who is your biggest favorite to win a state championship? I said, I'd say, boy, it's tough. I think I might go with Grandview. Yeah. Grandview, rolling along, the number one team, haven't been tested, passed big tests, look like they're really solid. Go with Grandview. So then they lose to Whitney. Mm-hmm. And things get really, really interesting suddenly. Yeah. And suddenly... Oh. I have no idea what to make of this bracket. Yeah, I was about to say, like, okay, oh, they just lost to Whitney. Okay, uh, no big deal, right? First loss of the season, uh, you know, no big deal. It's just one loss. All of a sudden, that puts their path. Dude, they— This is a—this this might be one of the tough—I mean, who has, who, has a, who has a tougher path to, to going back to state or yeah. to going to state than potentially Grandview? North Shore. That's it. Yeah, that's the list. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> that's the list. And um, by the way, it's North Shore because they just have Katie. Grandview has tough, like well, multiple tough you tests. Are, you're so right that that loss to Whitney, you want to talk about re- regular season games meaning something? Mm-hmm. That loss to Whitney means that instead of going Lago Vista, Orange Field, Troy mm-hmm. to a regional final, yeah. they are going Rockdale, round one, East <laughs> Chambers, and then either Die Ball or Cameron Yeo. Yeah. That is a huge, 
difference and suddenly makes things way up in fl- way in flux. And by the way, that's not to say anything about the rest of the state mm-hmm. where three A Division One has felt really wide open. Yeah. Once Grant, like like a past number one, it was like okay, well it's wide open, but at least we have this number one. Now that number one's gone, mm-hmm. potentially, it's crazy what could happen in re- in, in, in three A Division One. Any, I, I feel like, really and truly, I don't know if I feel this way about every any other bracket. I think you got to have a state champion from any of these regions. Really. I yeah, really, yeah. I could, I, you could sell me on a state champion in any of these regions. Mm-hmm. My region of doom is region three for all the teams we just mentioned. Yeah, Whitney, yeah. Dieball, Cameron Yo, East Chambers, Grandview, Rockdale, Troy. Troy. Really, really interesting. My three contenders. you got to start with Grandview. Mm-hmm. They are the defending state champs. They have to be on this mix. Malakoff, their one loss is to is to Grandview, but this Malakoff team I think has the most manageable region, mm-hmm. and as a result has a good shot at making it at least to a semifinal. And then Dieball, yeah, I've got Dieball out of a Region Three that is a really really dangerous team that is playing exceptionally well. The Gums brothers have been sensational. You'll notice we haven't even mentioned Region One, mm-hmm. okay? And Region One is going to be a dogfight, okay? Brock is the team that has been dominating that region forever, but they feel like they've taken a step back, and Bushland would be their, their uh, a potential second-round matchup with them. Bushland or Eastland. Either mm-hmm. way, no fun. <laughs> You've also got Wall. Number one team yep. Dave Campbell's Texas Football's 3A Division One rankings. They are an extremely dangerous squad, and they're big. For a 3A Division One team, they're mm-hmm. very big. We also haven't mentioned Region 4, and that's where my sleeper lies. Okay. My sleeper is Columbus. I like the Cardinals, a district champion uh, playing with a ton of swagger right now. If they get past the first-round matchup with Yoakum, four-seed Yoakum, (laughs) then things get really interesting. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, when you take a look at Region 4, that feels wide open, and you start saying, why not Columbus? Why not Columbus? If it's not going to be them, then, then who else is it going to be? I think that 3A Division One is going to be one of the wildest brackets we have this year because things have suddenly shifted. May, look, maybe it's Grandview, and maybe that was a ba- one bad game, and they are back at it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe we're going to have absolute chaos in 3A Division One. What are your picks-ish? Out of Region 1, I got Wall. Mm-hmm. Region 2, I got Malakoff. Mm-hmm. Region 3, give me Dieball. Mm-hmm. Region 4, give me Vanderbilt Industrial. The Cobras! Yeah. And for my state pick, give me Wall over mm. Tyball. Oh, the Hawks. Okay. I think that game's going to be bloody. It's going to be physical. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I wall <laughs> and Tyball, and I got Wall. I got Wall out of Region One. Mm-hmm. I've been. I've really liked this team ever since the jump. Yeah. I got Malakoff out of Region Two. I think that they've got to be the favorite out of Region Two. I got Grandview out of Region Three. I think that mm-hmm. it was uh, a one time. I think if you go by the talent. Still got Demetrius Crown over. They've still got Dane Yench. They've still got that running game. I still think this team's really talented. I think they slipped up once. We shouldn't bury them. And I got George West out of Region 4. Oh, the undefeated okay. Longhorns. I yeah, like right. what George West has cooking. That running game is really talented. As far as state champion is concerned, I like the Hawks of Wall. Yeah, like, let's I go, like, baby. I like Wall <laughs> to win a, a state championship out of 3-8 Division 1. Uh, the way that they are operating that offense, Mason Fuchs, their quarterback, has been sensational, and their defense has been Really, really good. Beyond that, they're battle-tested. They came mm-hmm. out of a very tough district. I like Wall to win the 3A Division One title. To 3A Division Two, we go. 3A Division Two. the headline is Collision Course. Uh, 
So, last year, we had an awesome state championship game between Canadian and Newton. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was just a fantastic matchup. And, and, and you know, Newton was a big favorite. Canadian nearly upset them. Fantastic matchup. I can't help but feel like we are heading towards that same thing. And by the way, we can also talk about how I think this is another one of those brackets where I think in each of the four regions, there's a clear favorite. Mm-hmm. I really think so. And, and, and by the way, they're the teams that did it last year. It's Canadian in Region 1. It's Gunner in Region 2. It's Newton in Region 3. And it's East Bernard in Region 4. I think that you have these teams that have kind of risen above. Now, they all have landmines. Canadian, in particular, is going to have to navigate an exceptionally difficult Region 1, mm-hmm. where they could see, starting in Region Round 3, they could see Cisco and Abernathy before they see a team like Gunner. Gunner, by the way, would have to get past a team like Clifton or Lexington, who's playing exceptionally well right now, or a Wichita Falls City View team that gave them everything they wanted. Certainly not a, a cakewalk. Newton would have to get past a team like Dangerfield mm-hmm. in, a regional, in a regional semifinal, right? And East Bernard, East Bernard, there's any number of landmines like Poth, like Comfort, a lot of interesting things. That said, I do think we have those two semifinals that we saw last year Certainly looks like we're trending in that direction again. Mm-hmm. My region of doom is region one. Um, I think that you have Canadian who starts the year as the, or starts the playoffs as the favorite, but I think Cisco's dangerous if they can get past Spearman this year. I think Crane is dangerous. I think Alpine is a sleeper. I like the Bucks. Abernathy's in that mix. This is a really deep region that is not going to be a walkover for Canadian. My three contenders are Canadian, Newton, and East Bernard. Um, I think that if you were to rank those four teams as far as contenders are concerned, mm-hmm. it would go in some sort of order, Canadian, Newton, and then third, East Bernard. Those have to be, in my opinion, the, re- the, the, the contenders. My sleeper is Rogers. Mm-hmm. Rogers would get Gunner in a third round, and they lost their finale and dropped to the, uh, dropped to the third seed. That is so, which means that they're going to see Rogers around later than they would have. This is a really dangerous Rogers team that before last week, you know, was cruising along looking every bit the part of a regional title contender. Gunner's going to have a big test in Region 2, and it may come from Rogers. What's your picks ish? My picks I got Canadian at a Region 1, Gunner at a Region 2. No way. Newton out of Region 3. No way. East Bernard out of Region 4. Oh, no way. My state game is Canadian over East Bernard. Ooh. I think East Bernard, they came close last year, right? Darwin Barlow was the difference last year for Newton. He's gone. He's not there anymore. East Bernard had that game in their hands until somebody like him broke that game open for uh, for Newton. I think East Bernard closes it out this year. I think they make state but fall just short to Canadian. Region 1, I got Canadian. Well, you could talk me into Abernathy. Yeah. Region 2, I got Gunner. Although you could talk me into Gunner. any number of teams. <laughs> region 3, you got Newton. Region 4, I got East Bernard. I got Canadian winning 3 Division 2. Yeah. I like Canadian. I, I think they've been the most consistently excellent team. Now, I think there's an argument to, to be said. Have they been tested? Yeah. Fair. We'll find out 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they have passed every test they have had, and I think Canadian is certainly worthy of being the uh, the favorite. They are my favorite to come out of 3A Division Two. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to honor one team from each public school classification. With the Team of the Week Award, the schools presented with this, uh, or selected throughout the course of this program, have best exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 11, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. In 6A, Harlingen South, facing a must-win game against Brownsville, Hannah, the Hawks' defense came up big, stifling Hannah to earn a playoff berth with a 24-14 win. In 5A, San Antonio Burbank. The Bulldogs capped a 10-play, 86-yard drive with a 15-yard touchdown strike from Toby Carotti to Juan Urbiola. Ur- yep, Urbiola, I had the first time. <laughs> with 10 seconds left, as Burbank took down San Antonio Lanier, 28-27, to clinch just the 10th playoff victory, or 10th playoff berth, rather, in the program's 82-year history. In 4A, Fort Worth Diamond Hill Jarvis, the Eagles finished the season on a high, topping Fort Worth Western Hills 23-20 to earn their first district victory in 10 years. In 3A, Amarillo River Road, the playoffs started a week early for the Wildcats, who used a combined 305 yards and six touchdowns on the ground from Lance Welps and Brandon Belcher to beat Littlefield 41-13, clinching their first playoff berth since 2016. In 2A, Bogota Rivercrest, Facing off against previously unbeaten Honeygrove, the Rebels were not phased, surging past the Warriors 42-28 to earn a share of the district title. And in 1A, Gordon, the Longhorns, scored a thrilling 27-26 victory over two-time defending champ and arch-rival Strawn. So those are your Week 11 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. It's Bracket Breakdown Day. We're breaking down every one of the Texas high school football brackets, which you can find at TexasFootball.com. Anybody have anything to say? Yeah, there was a there was a question um, from Aaron Flynn checking to see if there was going to be another bracket bracket contest like there was last year. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> there is. TexasFootball.com. We have your bracket challenge up at TexasFootball.com. Pick the 12 UIL state champions. That's it. That's the name of the game. Pick the 12 champions. You win. Um... We are coming up with a, uh, a prize pack, but mm-hmm. I think we've got one idea. It's pretty good, too. And let me know if you guys would be in, into this. The winner gets their name and picture in the 2020 Summer Edition. I think that might be Q pretty cool. Q comments just blowing yeah. up. Let <laughs> us know what you think cool. about that. Yeah. Let us know if you, would, if you would dig on that. All right. Let's get to 2A Division 1. 2A Division 1. The headline is Playing For It All. But um, <laughs> all right, move on. <laughs> it's, reg- it's, it's not that good. It's, it's, all, <laughs> it's all about Region <laughs> Four. Region Four is is where all we're all going to be paying attention. Yeah. Region Four is the power nexus of the this region, and most notably because of two teams that will probably meet in a regional semifinal in Shiner and Refurio. And I will be honest, if you want to tell me that that is a state championship game, I'd buy it. Yep. Really and truly. I think those are the two best teams in the bracket. Now, besides that, outside of that, what's funny is that I think you've got Region 1, where you've got a bunch of contenders. Mm -hmm. bunch of contenders. Region 2 and Region 3 have huge favorites, in my opinion. And then you have Region 4, which is going to have that one game that I think everybody's going to be paying attention to. Um, So, 
Region of Doom, I think it goes without saying, is Region 4. Um, that, that region has been absolutely unbelievable and I think has the two best teams, not to mention a team like Mason, not to mention a team like Holland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, very deep and dangerous region uh, that I think is going to... They're going to beat up on each other, especially come regional semifinals. Even Weimar's kind of hovering around mm-hmm. that, uh, just outside of that top 10 uh, range. I think you're totally right. I yeah. think that they are they are very dangerous. It's, a, it's, it's, it's two giganto, huge, huge powers. The defending state champ, yeah. <laughs> who may be wounded, and then a bunch of teams that you are like, man, I could see it. Like Holland, like mm-hmm. Weimar, getting hot at the right time. My three contenders are Refurio and Shiner. Space. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, kind <laughs> <Not> of. <maybe. laughs> and do it. San Saba. Armadillos! Everyone in the comments. The Armadillos. <laughs> I think they're the favorite out of Region 2. Uh, I think they've been crushing people, been crushing fools, and mm-hmm. I think that they are the favorite out of Region 2. Um, you know, Region One's the interesting one. Region One's the interesting one. And that is why that's where I put my sleeper because mm-hmm. in the region one, I think it would be easy to go with post. Okay, yes, yeah, post sure. has looked fantastic. They have that huge, huge win uh, a couple of weeks ago over um, New Deal that I think really put them on the map. New Deal, of course, the state finals from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly, yeah, is a very dangerous squad. Colton Marshall, man, Colton Marshall has been unbelievable. Yeah. Still think Panhandle's got a great shot. I like Lindsay, although region f- District 4 is probably the district that gets the least respect in that region. Stinnett West Texas is my um, is my sleeper because they can score. They can go. And that huge, huge shootout win over Panhandle, I think, puts them in the mix. Beyond that, I think they got a good draw that they would probably see post in a regional semifinal and then mm-hmm. they would not have to deal with the Hollies of the world, the New Deals of the world, the Panhandles of the world. They don't like to place one. By the way, keep it on Sundown, too. Anyway, point is, very, very deep Region 1. Um, so, what do you got as far as picks are concerned? As far as picks go, uh, Region 1, I got Holly, man. I don't see anybody stopping mm. Colton Marshall. He's uh, been great. Xavier Rodella is also a good second option for them at quarterback in, as, a, as a running option. Region 2, give me the Dillos, give me San Saba. Oh, no. Region three, give me San Augustine. Region four, give me Shiner. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but San Augustine is really the prohibitive favorite. I yeah, would I was say, about to say. I don't see anybody tripping them in up. Region really. three. Um, the only team that I could see. I mean, like Alto is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Joaquin, if they get hot, yep. Harleton's had a great year, but I I think that it's got it's San Augustine's to lose. Is yeah. region three. Uh, region four, give me Shiner. State. Give me San Saba, man. No! <laughs> Give me San Saba. Do it again. Let's do it. Armadillo. There are so many comments job. that this say go Dillos. This is a great senior class. Sean O'Keefe, Eli Salinas. I think they pull it off oftentimes in 2A at this level. If you have the best players on the you field, got the dude. you got the dudes. I think they got the dudes too, plural. Mm-hmm. I think they get it done. San Saba. Love it. Love it. If that was to happen... We would not hear another We're moving word our headquarters out of, to San Saba, <laughs> out of Tepper's mouth than <laughs> Dillos for like the next two months. Region one, I've got post. <laughs> I was really impressed with what the Bold Gold did a couple of weeks ago against New Deal. I think that they have established themselves as the team to beat. The way they run the ball is so impressive out of region one. Region two, I have San Saba. Region three, <laughs> I have San Augustine. Region four, got Refurio. Mm-hmm. I love what Jason Herring's built there. I think that they are not messing around. I think that team is very dangerous and very salty. 
uh, and I think that they win a close one because they're a little bit more multiple uh, over Shiner, and that gives them the edge. My state champion, Refurio. I like Refurio. I, I think that the way that I think the way their offense is playing and their defense has been really underrated. I like Refurio. Uh, you can talk me into a Refurio since I have a title game. Let's um, go. Someone else said uh, Holly versus Shiner. Holly versus Holly. Look good. again, man. Holly. I mean, they have the, the Colton Marshall. You, no one stopped Colton Marshall yeah. all year. You start <laughs> He's still looking, running right yeah, now. You start. You start. <laughs> he just doesn't stop. <laughs> um, you start looking at individual playmakers, especially once you get to two A, and mm. they every one of these teams has dudes. Um. Yeah. So that's two A division one. Two A division two. We go. Where the headline is: Does anyone actually know anything? <laughs> <laughs> So go look at the 2A Division II, like, landscape. Yeah. And tell me who you're absolutely, positively sure is awesome. Right? Yeah. The answer is, like, nobody. Yeah. Okay? Everyone's taken losses. Everyone's struggled at times. Everyone's had up and down seasons. 2A Division II is without a juggernaut. In fact, let me pull this up. We know what's going to happen, right? It's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be Mark. Like Mark's just gonna come back and say, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're seven and three. Doesn't matter. Like it would just." I know. Like, right. It's, it's now, <laughs> that's the yep. thing. In fact, let me look at this. Um, the high, according to our computer rankings, the highest-rated undefeated team is Sudan at number nineteen. Okay, <laughs> that's the highest-rated according to the computer. The highest-rated undefeated team. By the way, so, they're like one. Two, three, four, five, six. They're sixth in their own region. Yeah. According to the computer. Right. So. <laughs> right. Okay. So nobody knows anything. Yeah. And as a result, this is going to be complete, c completely unpredictable and complete chaos. It would not, nothing would surprise me in 2A Division 2. Really and truly, nothing would surprise me. The region of Doom is Region 2. And most notably because of two districts, District 5 and District 7. Mm -hmm. District 5's got Wellington and Wheeler. Not to mention, I think, uh, I think the, a, a dangerous um, Kwana squad. Region 7, or I'm sorry, yeah, District 7 has Albany and Hamlin. Not to mention a very dangerous cross-plane squad. Mm -hmm. That is the region of doom. It is a deep and dangerous region that I have no idea how it's going to shake out. Three contenders. You go with Mart, back-to-back state champions. They deserve that kind of respect. They deserve to be in that mix. You go with Wellington. I think that Wellington has very much looked the part of, of a state title contender out of, of Region Two, and if you want to go with them, I think they're well. You're well within your rights. And Fall City, guys, it, it start. We started the year talking about Fall City. We're ending the year talking about Fall City. The Beavers are fantastic. Brady Lissy has been yeah. unbelievable for that team. They are to me the favorite out of Region Four. Although Brion's gonna have something to say about that. I think Bruni's gonna have something to say about that. Region 3, it, it seems like it sets up pretty well for Mart, mm -hmm. although I think we disagree on something. And then Region 1, um, I mean, I don't know. Stratford? I mean, Stratford has probably been the most consistently excellent, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't be a surprise if you saw a team like Sudan get hot. Or it wouldn't mm -hmm. be a surprise if you saw a team like Tohoka get hot. Um, if Groover gets healthy, they've got the guy. But I don't know what the status of Jalen Conyers is. That is going to be a really fun bracket to watch. My sleeper also resides in Region 2. It's El Dorado. Mm -hmm. El Dorado scored a really impressive Week 11 win over Cristoval, and as a result, I think that it the bracket breaks pretty well for them. I think they've got a chance to make a run. That defense has been playing really lights out for El Dorado. They are my sleeper. What do you guys' first predictions are concerned? All right. 
Mm-hmm. I got Stratford at Region 1. Okay. Hamlin at a Region 2. Mm-hmm. Taking a risk here. Ooh. Got Grapeland oh! at Region 3. <laughs> I got Grapeland. I love what Terry Ward's doing there. He knew. I talked to him for the magazine in, in the summer, and he said, hey, look, this team this team is special. That's why he was attracted to this job, because he knew he'd be able to win immediately there. Mm-hmm. I like what I've seen from them this year. Again, I, I know I am going out on a limb, right? By all accounts, March probably will just – come through this region again. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking a risk. I'm going to the Grapeland. they got a great senior class full of talented playmakers there. Region 4, give me Falls City, man. Regular City has been, been that dude. Mm-hmm. We saw him at 7-on-7. Seven seven. They lined him up everywhere. He just does everything for that team. Uh, State, give me Falls City. Give me the Beavers. Wow, Beavers. Yeah. There's a lot of Beavers fans on right, right. now. Yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Region 1, I got Stratford. I think that in a, in a region where – there hasn't been that one dominant team. I think that they have been the most consistently excellent. Yeah. Region 2, I like Hamlin. What they did a couple weeks ago against Albany is eye-popping. Eye-popping. I think Hamlin is playing their best ball right now. Region 3, I got Mart. Two-time defending champs. Yep. I think they're getting right. I think that they have three losses, albeit two bigger teams. And Region yeah. 4. You okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I just tried. heard a pop. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> bonking her head. I tried to t- <laughs> in region four i like fall city i like the beavers there my state champion when all else fails mart yep i think that they are i think that it is a wild and woolly division two and so you go with kind of the the known commodity and the known commodity is that when the lights shine the brightest kevin hoffman the panthers turn it on and i think mart Makes it three in a row. I like Mart to win the 2A Division II State Championship. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. It's a six-man football we go. 1A Division One. The big picture in 1A Division One is a complete toss-up. In... In six-man football, there's generally that's where you tend to see these teams that are just super dominant, and we might get to one in the next bracket. But these teams that are super dominant, that are head and shoulders, looking like there's nobody stopping them, that's not the case this year. In one A Division One, it is wide, stinking open, wide open, and I feel like there's any number of teams from. I think that the West is probably the best, probably the best in Region One or Region Two. But other than that. Who the heck knows, right? My region of doom is region two. And again, it comes down to two districts plus Borden County. Borden County has been insane this year. Been really, really good. I believe they're the new number one team in 1A Division One. And then you're going to have two absolute banging by district matchups between Rankin and Sterling City and Balmeray and Garden City. Those two games are going to be incredible. And that makes that the deepest region in 1A Division One. My three contenders, McLean, coming out of Region 1, if they can get past the first-round matchup with Happy, then I feel like they have a great shot to make it back to a state championship game. Mm-hmm. Strong, oh, I'm sorry, that's Region 2 or Division 2. Nah, just go ahead and Hold give up what you're going to do. <laughs> Borden County, we mentioned them, that coming out of Region 2, they have looked every bit the part of a state title contender. They look excellent. And Lakey. Out of Region Two, which is funny because they are gonna they are underdogs in their opening week matchup with uh, with Jonesboro, but I feel like if they get past that, then it's it's theirs. Then they've got a great shot at making it back to a state semifinal, and maybe finishing the job. 
My sleeper comes out of Region 3, which is the wide-open region, right? It could be anybody. I like Union Hill. Union Hill, the computers love what Union Hill's putting down right now. Uh, and so I, I think Union Hill's got a great shot. They have an opening week matchup with Milford. Of course, the state finals from a year ago, but this is a Milford team that is wounded. I think that sets Union Hill up for some success. So my picks... Uh, we'll have, by the way, Granger Huntress of SixManFootball.com and our Six Man Insider, Lehman Saunders, will have their predictions up on TexasFootball.com as well. My picks, I've got McLean in Region 1. I've got Garden City in Region 2. Really impressed with what the Bearcats are putting down. i got Blum in Region 3. And i got May in Region 4. I think May is probably the class of Region 4 right now. And my pick, and McLean goes back-to-back. they got Ben Crockett. I think they're cooking right now. I like McLean to go back-to-back out of Region 1 and to win the state championship in 1A Division 1. Finally, let's wrap it all up with the smallest classification, 1A Division II. Six-man football. We start, the big picture, the big picture is Blue Blood Slugfest. This is a lot more like it. This is what six-man football typically is, which is these teams that have unbelievable pedigree duking it out for playoff supremacy. That's what we've come to expect. Because of kind of the chaos in Division One, we don't have that there. Here... Just headliners all over the place. They're going to duke it out and have a fantastic bracket here in 1A Division 2. Figures to be one of the most fun brackets to see that starting in like round two, you're going to have state championship level matchups. It's that good. The region of doom is once again in region two. It's on the west side. Grand Falls royalty uh, is very dangerous. Uh, the team that I think is, is the number one team in the state in Jayton is very dangerous. Blackwell is undefeated and looking very solid as well. I think that is the deepest region. My three contenders are Jayton. They've been wire-to-wire, wire, basically number one. Dave Campbell's Texas Football's 1A Division II rankings. No reason to think they're going to slow down anytime soon. Strawn, look, two-time defending champs. They deserve to be in this conversation. Even if they've struggled a little bit this year, they deserve to be in this conversation. And Richland Springs, they're back. They're doing the thing again. The thing where they're super good at football, Richland Springs is doing it again. Remember, they have eight state championships to their name. My sleeper, my sleeper comes out of Region 4, where they would run into Richland Springs in a semifinal, regional, what is a regional final, and that would be Blanket. I like what Blanket's got cooking right now. Uh, the champions of District 15, I think their path sets up pretty well for them, and then they'd get Richland Springs in a regional final. My picks for 1A Division 2, of course, these will be posted at TexasFootball.com uh, along with Matt Steps and our computer's picks. I like Motley County in Region 1. Region 1 looks like it, it... I think Motley County is the favorite in Region 1. They look like kind of locked and low with Region 1 favorite. Region 2, I like Jayton. Half since the beginning of the year. Josh Stanley's done a great job. Region 3, I like Strawn. I think they put it all together. I think that, that playoff pedigree matters, and I think they've got it in spades. Region 4, I like Richard Springs. My state champion? I like the Jaybirds. I like the Jaybirds of Jayton. I think they, they bring home the state championship uh, back to Jayton. I like them out of Region 2. And there it is. Bracket breakdowns. Uh, we've broken down every bracket. Texas football. Of course, TexasFootball.com has all your brackets, all your game matchups, all your game information, plus tons more content coming on TexasFootball.com. Do not miss it. TexasFootball.com. I'm tired of talking. We go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you have been talking all day. Look, oh, there he goes. <laughs> See you later. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let this play out. How far can you go down without <laughs> falling? <laughs> this is about it. 
Um, anyway, so we when we talked about getting the picture put in the magazine for the winner mm-hmm. of the thing, uh, Daniel Agnew said, I'm good with that. Uh, Charles Davenport said, dig it. And then uh, Samuel uh, DeLeon said, although I will not play, I think it's pretty cool as long as the winner takes a picture with the DCTF crew. Mm. But – I would rather just have maybe game. we'll see. We don't need our pictures in that I magazine. Say, I, don't know. No. I don't know about that. You know, my like our pictures are not in the magazine. You'll notice that the only the only member of the editorial team who gets a picture in the magazine is Dave, and that he yeah. goes on his letter yeah. from the editor. Yeah, he, yeah. he's kind of earned that. that. You know. Although one day we're going to do our cover. His name on the magazine. Yeah. So our what boss. Are, what else does he need? Our yeah. <laughs> High maintenance. <laughs> All I did was start a legendary magazine sixty right. years ago. They gave me a job. Um, although yeah, our pays my bills. our boss Adam has always <laughs> joked that uh, one day we're going to do the cover of the men of Dave Campbell's Texas football and it will be <laughs> awful. That, is that would terrible. be terrible. Anything else? <laughs> No. After that, no, we're we're done for the day. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Remember, tomorrow's our Veterans Day special. Please tune in. It's going to be an awesome, awesome show. You will not want to miss it. It, We do it once a year. Uh, Fantastic stuff. We're going to have Corey Hogan, Brent Homan in uh, to talk about their experience in the military and their experience as veterans in this country. You do not want to miss it. Tune in to our Veterans Day special tomorrow. Oh, my God, I'm done talking. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, <laughs> CSTextFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the Veterans Day special here on Texas Football Today.